Welcome to Bumping Uglies, the adult podcast where two lifelong friends talk about sex, love, and life. Listeners be advised, strong language may be used and sensitive subjects may be discussed. Music by Ethan Hine. Hello again. Welcome back to Bumping Uglies. My name is Rachel. That's Ashley. Woohoo! <laughs> She's Ashley today. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, we sort of hinted at it in our last episode, talking about dreaming. We obviously, like, were more into it than we thought we were. <laughs> so, that's what we're doing today. Um, so first off, I have for you some facts about dreaming. For me? For you, and you, and you. You get a fact, and you get a fact, and you get a fact. I think I'd rather have a car. I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, Rachel. Maybe one day. Not today. You could dream about a car. Maybe I'll wake up and have a car. Ta-da! I mean, okay. technically, I would just like to point out, I have a very nice car. There's nothing wrong with my <laughs> See, car. She just it's bought a new, new car, like, pretty recently. Although, technically, it's been almost two years. My car is two years old. Mine is. But I brought it. I bought it new, so I don't technically need. It's not like when I had my Jeep and, you know, that was like. Right. You never never knew when I was going to break down. But you don't need a new one now. You just like. You could always have another one. (laughs) Just like for fun. Anyway. Okay. Here we go. As long as I didn't have to pay for it. Right. Free is good. Um, First of all, everybody dreams. Even if you don't remember, everybody dreams. It says adults and babies uh, both dream. What? And dogs. (laughs) I'm getting to that. I'm getting to it. Uh, They all, everybody dreams for for around two hours a night. Um, Researchers have found that people usually have several dreams a night, each one typically lasting between five and 20 minutes during your typical lifetime you will spend an average of six years dreaming. Um, so, you forget most of your dreams. As much as 95% of dreams are quickly forgotten shortly after waking. Um, <clears throat> one theory suggests that it's hard to remember dreams because the part of your brain that processes and stores memories uh, is not like active while you're sleeping. Or at least during REM, your REM cycle. So that's why you don't remember. It also says not all dreams are in color. Most people report dream in color, but there is a small percentage who claim to dream only in black and white. Um, however, in studies where dreamers have been awakened and asked to select colors that match their dreams, soft pastel colors are chosen the most frequently. Which I thought was interesting because I've always thought of my dreams as very vivid. Like, in, in regular life colors. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had a black and white dream. I never have. I didn't even really know that was a thing. I, mean, I knew it was a thing, I want to say. Um, I just don't think I yeah, so have. Have ever done it, yeah. I to me, that would be like a silent much... film dream. Right. Like, what'd you dream about? A silent film? Got some Nosferatu up in there. 
It's just like yeah. the old timey music playing while you're dreaming. <laughs> um, okay. Also, men and women dream differently. For example, men tend to dream about weapons a significant amount more than women, while women dream about clothing more, which isn't surprising to me. Men's dreams tend to be more aggressive um, and contain physical activity, while women's dreams contain more rejection and exclusion, as well as more as com- um, more conversation than physical activity, which also makes sense to me because, like, that's pretty much how it is in life. Like, I feel like women are constantly concerned with fitting in and, you know, did I say the wrong thing or did this new person like me or, like, is my boss mad at me or, like, is my dog mad at, you know, whatever. Um, women tend to have slightly longer dreams that feature more characters, um, and men dream about other men twice as often as they do about women, while women tend to dream about both sexes equally. Which I think is interesting, because I would think that men would dream about women. (laughs) Only women. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I did think they would dream about women more. Um, here we go, Ashley. Animals probably dream. Probably. Probably. There's no proof, obviously. I feel Uh, like they do. I mean, when Murphy is over here doing his little whining and, you know, like, some of them are running in their sleep. I think it would be interesting to see what your dog is dreaming. Yeah, I would like to know. And while there's no proof, uh, or, you know, because you really, you can't ask a dog or, you know, you can monitor their brain function or something, but, um... Animals go through sleep stages just like people do, so that's why people think that, like, you know, when they're sleeping and their foot's kicking or their tail's wagging, that they're they're having a dream about something. And my dog, um, I believe, dreams very, very vividly because she moves like she's possessed when she sleeps. Okay, um, it's possible to control your dreams, which we're going to talk in, about in a little bit. A lucid dream is one in which you're aware that you're dreaming, even though you're still asleep. Um, lucid dreaming is thought to be a combination of both consciousness, consciousness and REM sleep, during which you can often direct or control the dream content. Approximately half of all people can remember experiencing at least one instance of lucid dreaming, and some individuals are able to have lucid dreams quite frequently. I've had a few. Uh, I feel like I have. Um, and like I said, we're going to get into it later. But I feel like for me, it's it happens a lot where you're having a dream and then you wake up, but you're not super awake and you can go back to sleep and go like get yourself back into that same dream. Like, you know, that's what you want. I try super hard to get back into some dreams and it just <laughs> doesn't happen. My body's like... Fuck you, you're not doing it. So, also, this one I thought was interesting. Negative emotions are more common in dreams than, in, like, positive emotions. Uh, So would that be, like, nightmares? I don't know if it's necessarily nightmares as much as, like, um, like, anxiety or, or sadness or rejection, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily fear. Not saying it's not, because I think that's definitely a negative emotion. This would, one is really cool. I Go would ahead. say the majority of mine are probably negative emotion slash nightmares. 
And hmm. sometimes I'm okay with it. Some I of them are nice. Some of them, you know. I think a lot of my dreams consist of apprehension, which isn't necessarily bad. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm waiting to see how it's going to turn out. That's, that's, you're a little concerned that it might become bad. <laughs> this one's super cool. Blind people may dream visually. Aww. In one, I know, right? In one study of people who have been blind since birth, researchers found that they still seem to experience visual imagery in their dreams, and they also had eye movements that correlated to visual dream recall. Although their eye movements were fewer during REM than sighted participants, blind participants reported the same dream sensations, including visual content. This one's creepy to me. It should be to everybody, I guess. Um, so you essentially, are, par- are you saying it might not be creepy to me? To, to like, you or, or just, like, some. I'm sure it's not creepy to somebody. Um, you are paralyzed during your dreams. REM sleep is characterized by paralysis of the voluntary muscles. Um, the phenomenon known as REM atonia. Uh, oh, it's known as REM atonia and prevents you from acting out your dreams while you sleep, basically because motor neurons are not stimulated. In some cases, this paralysis can carry over into waking state for as long as 10 minutes, which is known as sleep paralysis. It's perfectly normal and should only last a little bit before normal muscle control returns. And I do think sometimes if you're dreaming super vividly, and I think this maybe happens more with younger people because they're less, like, reserved. But, like, when I was little, I would dream about riding a bicycle and my mom would wake me up and be like, you're, like, you're moving your hands and your feet. Like, I would be riding a bike in real life (laughs) because I was riding one in my dream. And I'm also somebody that has the, um, like, the falling dream a lot. Yeah, I do that And I will, like, I will jump, like, in the bed. I will physically move across the bed because I feel like I'm falling and I'm, so I want to wake myself up and I, I, I jump. Like, I almost jumped out of bed when I was, like, napping with, like, in my mom's bed one time. I don't think that I, like, essentially move in the bed, but I do move the bed. You know what I mean? Like, that jerk. Like, mm. I've, I've waken up, woken up people from jerking. Um, this is something that could be creepy for the person who I was doing it to. But I was dreaming, I don't know, I don't know who I was in bed with, but I was dreaming about, like, like, touching them or something. And when I woke up, my hand was next to their face, like, <laughs> reaching out to touch their face. Then they're, like, dead asleep. So I just, like, reach up and with my other arm, because, like, still kind of asleep, with my other arm, like, reach over and, like, pull my hand back from their face. Like, I almost touched them, like, like this in their sleep. And if they had woken up as I was pulling my own arm back from their face, they would have been like, get out. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, I have woken up <laughs> multiple times and, like, I can, mm-hmm. like, I can barely move my arms and, like, I can't, like, make a fist. Right. So, I have, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, that's full-on sleep paralysis, but I sleep. would say I've experienced it a tad, you know, to a... 
an extent, uh, I like guess. A, yeah. I don't feel like I've ever... Oh, that's not true. I feel like I have, but I feel like that it was um, influenced by other substances. A couple of times. Like, I don't feel like I've ever just been paralyzed while totally sober. A lot of dreams are universal. While most, while dreams are heavily influenced by our personal experiences, researchers have found that certain dreams are very common across different cultures. For example, people all over the world frequently dream about being chased, attacked, and falling. Other common dream experiences include being frozen, unable to move, arriving late, flying, and being naked in public. You know, I don't think I've ever had a naked in public dream. Or... Or, like, you know, where I've dream- dreamt that a crowd is naked. Like, you know. Right. I don't think I've had any of those. I had a late dream, but that was related to work, so I don't know if that counts. Maybe it does. Yeah, I think, I think I've had late dreams. Like, I, now one time I was dreaming that I was late, and this was back when I was in, like, middle school or something. And I used to have to get dad and them up for work and everything too and I literally was dreaming that I was late and I woke up and started like putting my pants on and everything right and I went and I went and was like dad you gotta get up we're late and he was like it's only four (laughs) o'clock I was like whoops um okay so I think you have some, like, sex dream stories for us. Oh, you want me to read those first? Well, I want to read this first, but I just want to make sure you had sex dream stories. I do. I have sex dream stories. I have some out-of-body experiences, and then I've also just got some funny, weird dreams. Okay. Well, why don't you do your funny, weird dreams now, and then I'll do this thing. Okay, cool. So this is from BuzzFeed. And it says, 17 hilariously weird dreams that will keep you up at night. I'm not sure that they'll keep me up at night. Some of them were, yeah. Ashley's going to need something stronger than that. Right? Uh, So it says, I had a dream in which I spent a steamy evening with E.T. And he pleasured me. (laughs) And there's a little meme that says, it's E.T. and this lady in bed, and it says, what else can that finger do? Oh, my God. That's a really good meme. I want to put that up. So this one says, I dreamt about the people who had waffles for heads, and someone took a giant bite out of the top of one of them, so he died, and they had a funeral for him. I woke up crying. Who has waffles for heads? Um, I don't know. Apparently these people. All right. That's funny. I don't know uh, that these would keep me up at night. You're right. These are just funny. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, they're funny and weird, but they're, I, yeah. They're not that bad. I don't know. I don't know why BuzzFeed feels like I'm going to stay up at night because of these. Um, so this one, it says, Kit Harrington came over to me under Big Ben, put three balls of moss on me, and said, reading is everywhere, as a rainbow formed over his head. <laughs> Also, I like the meme for it, too. That's It's wonderful. Jon Snow with a rainbow that says reading is everywhere. That's pretty good. 
pretty good. Um, at a scary red restaurant. I don't know what a red restaurant is, but I'm assuming that's just the interior design. Um, so it says at a scary red restaurant where they made kids sit on the floor, my kind of restaurant, (laughs) (laughs) giant macaroni noodles came out of the ground and started eating people. We escaped, though. I bet you them children died first. Oh, dang. They were sitting on the floor. (laughs) Their fault. The noodles, the noodles came out of the ground. That's funny. I like this one. It says Batman in Christian Bale's voice, or Christian Bale's version. Sorry, whoever dreamt this dreamt that it was Christian Bale. Um, and Jareth, the Goblin King from the Labyrinth, were slap fighting each other like children over who was going to t- to take me to the theater. That's great. I like that one. I also like the meme for it. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> the memes are like I think make them better. I know, right? I like that one. Oh, I like this one. It says I once dreamt a sloth was doing my nails and kept telling me that I should invest in the stock market. It's a savvy sloth. Savvy sloth. <laughs> I like this one too. It says I was running away from the scary guy in the movie Scream. Or scary movie, and he finally caught up to me and shoved my face in a bucket of spaghetti. <laughs> that could have been. I'm telling you, the the memes are the best on this. That could have been in scary movie, right? Um, it says I was running through a maze, and all of a sudden, Kermit the Frog jumped out with a knife. I kept running until Dustin Hoffman rose from the ground and shot Kermit. Shot Kermit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it says, Sasquatch dressed in drag, riding a motorcycle around a small rectangular room full of mob dudes. I don't, we have to put a link, like, put one of them on our Instagram and, like, put the link for all of it. Okay. Oh, I really like this one. Partially because I could semi-see it happening. Uh, It says, George Bush was showing me how to take pictures of cats. He was writing plays on a whiteboard like a football coach, showing a plan of action to capture the presidential cats as they lay multicolored eggs all over the place. (laughs) And the part that I say I could see happening is, especially if it's not George Sr. (laughs) Not George Sr., yeah, yeah. But I could see him, the part where it says, was showing me how to take pictures of cats. For some reason, I just feel like I could see that. Let me see here. Oh, I like this one. Uh, It says, I flick on the light to see Bruce Springsteen in complete Born in the USA getup, going through my sock drawer and stealing all my good pairs of socks. (laughs) (laughs) When I actually did wake up, I had to check the drawer just in case. That's awesome. I like that one. Just in case. Um, A badger dressed as a musketeer on his adventures to steal a magical spice rack from a zeppelin. From a zeppelin? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then the last one. 
I had a dream that my parents had been abducted by a cult that was led by the Undertaker from WWE. <laughs> I managed to beat him up with the coconut I had hidden in my cult robes. Wow. They were prepared, though. Good for like, them. Who sees the coconut and says, oh, let me put that in my cult robe. Mm-hmm. I might need that later. That's hilarious. Oh, sorry. That wasn't the last one. I missed it. Get your um, shit together. I'm kidding. I know. It says, had a dream I was stranded in the middle of the ocean in a small boat with Pinocchio, and we all had to eat, and all we had to eat were Fruit Loops, which I would love. Um, for whatever reason, this dream terrified me, so I still remember it years and years later. That would make me not want to eat Fruit Loops <laughs> in real life. Okay, so here's here's the last for one. For real. For real. I checked. Um, it says, me being chased by velociraptors in tutus and football helmets through a grocery store, all while I had to balance a teacup on my head. <laughs> that one's my favorite. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently BuzzFeed thinks that these are going to keep us up at night. I think but we all know that BuzzFeed is a little dramatic. Right. Um, <clears throat> Okay. So, we've covered dreaming, and we've heard some stories. Now we're going to talk about sex dreaming. All right. So, this is from Bustle. We love Bustle. They're kind of, Bustle and Cosmo talk about what we talk about, which we enjoy. Um, they got the hustle and bustle. Exactly. But not to be confused with Hustler. <laughs> like. No. Yeah, like, good, like, on it. Hustle. Okay, so. First of all. Um, Let me tell you something. <laughs> Is that what you have to tell me? That's what you're telling no. me, first of all. 8% of dreams are about... Um, a 2007 study of 3,500 people published in American Academy of Sleep Medicine reports that 8% of people's dreams are about sex. The most common sex-related dreams are about intercourse, sex... Oh, or about intercourse, while sexual positions, masturbation, and fantasies were in there, too. Um, but while people are dreaming about sex, it doesn't actually mean that the dreams are about sex in your real life. Right? So, okay. Caleb Back, a health and wellness expert at Maple Holistics, tells Bustle that sex dreams are almost never about sex. They are more often about wanting to make a new connection between two parts of oneself that are coming together or ought to. So your coworker or your boss, this is an example. No, I think when I have sex dreams, most of the time they're about sex. But these are good, this, these are good examples. I mean, so your coworker or your boss represents a part of you and you represent a part of you. Um, and sex is the physical merging of two bodies and the dream is a mental projection of the desire to integrate a certain part of you into your daily life that may not already be there. So, essentially, you're having sex with your boss in the dream? Yeah. So it, or co-worker? It's saying, like, if you dream about your boss, you may not ne- necessarily be attracted to your boss. You, it may just be, like, you, when you think about your boss, you like these qualities about him that you want to bring out in yourself. So, here are five things that can lead to sex dreams that are not about sex in your actual life. So, number one are changes in your life. So, dreams provide an excellent arena for expressing ourselves and our unconscious desires. 
Um, a sexual dream may be a metaphor for new energy we feel rising in an area of our life, such as an urge to change jobs, go on, you know, a trip or a vacation, um, or take up a new hobby. I have not had any sex dreams, and I have thought about <laughs> multiple of those things. And it says a perfect example of such a change. In that section. Right, in that, like, changing your life. In the travel, yeah, that section. Um, a perfect example of such a change that would induce sex dreams is marriage. Because marriage is such a commitment, a huge change in someone's life. It's, um, it's processed in more than a few ways, and one such, for some, uh, is sex dreams. So this one, I don't know if you, this one could so be for you. So essentially, you could, that could end up in a good way if you're, if it's a marriage one. Because you could be dreaming about having sex with your now husband or wife or right. whoever. It could be your mind. You could wake up in the middle of the night and that could end up good. I mean, it could. What if you get really turned on? But like, also, if you're sort of having trouble adjusting to your new life and it's like a positive thing, I think it could the idea is that, like, it can help you in your waking life. Like, I think clearly we have just learned that pretty much everything that I associate with is sex. Yeah, like, actually <laughs> about sex. Um, it's, it's sex. This one might hit for you, though. Number two is lack of sex. So, although sex dreams are necessarily about sex, um, lack of sex in your real life could lead to sexual dreams. And the reason for this is to satisfy your physical impulses. So your brain knows that you need sexual release, so it's dreaming about sex to give you that. <laughs> Ashley's waving. Just, just preach. Can... Preach. She's waving. <laughs> just preach it. Which makes sense. So, like, and I think that's not necessarily even just with sex dreams. Like, if you're having this, like, dominant feeling, like, one feeling is taking up your whole thought. Maybe you'll, like, I think you dream about and it. that thought is dick. Right, for you it's dick. Yes. <laughs> um, number three is creativity. So a person may have a sexual dream due to their blossoming creativity or their desire to expand into a new area of their life. Come on, sex dreams. Here we go. So attraction, which is like the obvious one. Um, while, so while a lot of sex dreams don't equate to sex, if you are attracted to someone in your real life, they probably will sneak into your dreams. Like our tour guide. Just like that. But the next one is kind of related, which is admiration. So when we dream of sex with a particular person, it doesn't mean we necessarily are attracted to them, but we maybe are attracted to certain qualities that they have as a person that we would like to have. Um, and so that can end up in our dreams because we're attracted to a, like something about that person. And that's all I got. So let's hear some stories. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I don't like that one. I'm not reading that one. Uh, so this, these stories come from someecards.com. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, so it says, I dreamt I was having an affair with Michael Jordan's wife. Except his wife was actually Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show. I'm not attracted to her, and I don't know what Michael Jordan had to do with the dream. But oddly enough, it was the one and only time I had a full-on wet dream. Also, I was 22, married, and sleeping next to my wife when I had the dream. 
Wow. <laughs> that made me think of something that I'm going to tell because guess what? I'm not seeing that dick anymore so I can talk about it and I because I made fun of him for it. Oh. So one night I stayed with Travis mm-hmm. and he when we woke up the next morning he told me he said I had a really weird dream and I said okay what was it? And he said I had a sex dream and I'm like okay and he was like <laughs> about Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. So I made fun of him a little bit for it. I He didn't tell me the details of the story. I wish he would have. I should have pressed. But I didn't. That's funny. I wonder... I wonder why. Yeah, I want to know why. I don't know. And it was before, I would just like to point out, it was before he actually, like really looked like a woman. Mm, hmm Like, he had did. Like, it was back when he was first starting to come out as trans. Got it. Not, like, now. Not, like, full Caitlyn. Like, one, like, yeah. gonna be Caitlyn. Like, I literally think it was maybe not too long after the, after when he or she announced that he was becoming Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Um, so yeah, that was a fun, fun time. Yes. <laughs> fun And time. literally for a long time after that, I still, every now and then would be like, oh, are you thinking of Caitlyn Jenner over there? That, that's what does it for you? And if it is what does it for you, that's okay. But, oh, yeah. but like probably this didn't do it for, for him. It's just funny because you had to know him. Exactly. Um, so this one says... I had a dream when I was around 13 that I was having the best sex with this insanely hot girl on a boat. Just as we were going under the Golden Gate Bridge, one of its suspension cables snapped and sliced her in half while we were still going at it. Oh my god! Turns out she was a robot. That's some Final Destination shit right there. Right? I don't like that one, not reading that one. Not doing it. Um, not doing it. This one, just, I didn't really like it that much, but I'm still going to read it because it's super short. Uh, It says, pretty standard, missionary with crush, dream, uh, except my mom was watching and we were both snakes. Oh. That's weird. Right? Didn't like that. (laughs) I like this one. It's funny. (laughs) It says, brace yourselves. Are you bracing, Rachel? I'm ready. Let's do it. I guess. It says, I'm in it. I'm in a cocoon, readying myself to evolve into a butterfly slash human, when suddenly an enlarged clone of my penis rips the cocoon and I'm forced to run away on foot. (laughs) Oh my god. I hit... Oh, just wait, it gets better. I hid under a mushroom, and when the penis clone found me, it asked me to have sex, to which I inexplicably said yes. That's some Alice in Wonderland shit right there. Right? Like, I wanted to be like, were you tripping on acid when you had this dream? (laughs) Just for the simple fact that, one, you're turning into a butterfly human, and two, you hid under a mushroom. Exactly. Like, what did you do earlier that day? We want to know. Like, it screams Alice in Wonderland. Um, 
Uh, no, I don't like that one. I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> so it says, Tony Danza was at my house and we were going at it. He wasn't too bad. When he shot his load, it hit the floor and turned into pebbles. My mother came in the room and yelled at me for the mess, so I sucked up the pebbles with the vacuum cleaner. I can't remember any more than that. <laughs> I would just like to point out, when I was first reading this earlier, mm. I like almost started to laugh really hard, uh-huh. um, because I really thought she was going to say, um, after my mom came in and yelled at me for the mess, I really thought she was going to say, I, so I sucked up the pebbles in my mouth, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> She said vacuum cleaner. Would have been funnier if she would have ate the pebbles. Eaten them? Like the the jizz pebbles. The jizz pebbles. Jizz pebbles. I like this because the caption says, Pound control to Major Tom. Uh, so it says, I was in a Gemini space capsule with a chick. We were both wearing space suits as we weren't pressurized. When we started fucking or decided to, I had to disassemble the spacesuits without opening or we would opening them or we would die. Eventually I got to I got them to merge into what was basically one giant Siamese twin style spacesuit and we started fucking inside of it. <laughs> My brain camera then panned outside the window of the ship and I remember seeing the earth below me and the sun coming over the horizon as we began re-entry and it was about then that I woke up. <laughs> so it was like a romantic thing too. That's funny. That he said my my head camera. Head camera, yes. Panned out and you see the earth and the sun coming up. <laughs> I liked this one. This is kind of goes back to when we were talking about penis envy. Penis envy. If you haven't listened to it, we have one on it. Yeah. So it said I had a dream that I was still a girl, but had a giant dick. As big as my thigh that got spontaneously semi-hard, but was always flopping, floppy and unattractive, and jizzed fizzing foam. I was still a girl in my dream, and all I could think was, this is so embarrassing. Thank goodness my boyfriend is so great and open-minded. I think there's a name for that. I think it's called futa. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it's, um, there's like a whole porn genre about it. So, I like to explore. What can I say? <laughs> I like to know what my options are just in case I change my mind. Not like that I want a dick, but like in case I want to try something new to watch one day. I just like to know what's out there. <laughs> uh, so this next one, I really like it. I mean, it sucks. Um, it says, I think the lamest slash funniest dream I had was this guy was hitting on me pre-marriage. I took him home, and we started really getting into fooling around. But before he went down on me, he started laughing and said, Just kidding, before walking out the door. <laughs> and, and that's where I woke up. I've totally done my say it, Andy, before. Like, started teasing him, and been like, okay, we have to leave now. <laughs> yeah, except for this was a dream. No, this was real life. I know, that was I a know. dream, but I was just saying. But how funny, like. To wake up and be like, aww. Like, you got gypped even in your dream life. Right? That's why... Can't even get any in my dream. That's why, like, dreams of failure and rejection are so sad to me because, like, even in your dreams you can't succeed. Like, that really hurts. Not me. (laughs) But, like, in general, that hurts me to think about. 
right? No, I don't like that one. I'm not reading it either. Uh, it says, you know those Bill Murray jokes where he says, no one will ever believe you? Well, I was having sex with a beautiful girl in a dream, and then she said that and turned into Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> I really hope it was a dream. <laughs> no one will believe you because I'm Bill Murray. It's like punked, but worse. Oh, so I like this one, too. Okay. It says, I was watching the taping of some sort of game show. One of the contestants was Daniel Craig. After doing a stand-up job of singing while in a foil-covered fishbowl, he came up to me and was flirting. Eventually, he whips out his dick and says, how'd you like a piece of this? Jesus Christ. Is he James Bond? Yeah. Yes. Okay. At this point, he's getting more arrogant and less flattering towards me. Jesus. I give it a few tugs, but get a little grossed out by how sticky it is. Ew. Like, he's sweating a lot. Can your dick sweat? Does your dick sweat? Somebody! There's boys in this house. So it says, the dream ended by my saying, I've got to go make... Your sack sweats really, is what I've just been told. Apparently, this in the dream, his dick was sweating. <laughs> and it says, um, it says the dream ended by me saying, I've got to go make my husband lunch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like that one. Oh no. <laughs> uh, this one was weird. It says, build a new car to race my old car. After I beat it, I ripped its engine out and started to molest it as a sign of domination. Oh. Ants, began, ants began to come out, which proceeded to bury themselves into my dick. That's horrifying. I don't right. like that at all. Like, I want to be like, did they go in the hole? Like, in your dick hole? Oh, I assumed that that's what you meant. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> or is it just like they went and then, like, buried themselves? Like, they dug into the side, like the shell? Yeah, like, have you ever seen The Mummy? Don't, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. That's I, I still cannot watch The Mummy to this day because of that. I mean, because of the the roaches or whatever? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch The Mummy because we're not going to talk, we're not going to tell you about it, but go ahead. I mean, I could, but clearly but she we're doesn't not. want me to. <laughs> I can't believe you're afraid of The Mummy. It really, that, th- that's the only part, it really weirds me out. I had nightmares for like a month about it. I couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> I was really young when I watched it, which was probably a bad idea, but. I watched it when I was young. I still will not watch it. That's funny. Like, to me, that's not even like a scary movie or anything. It's not a scary movie. That's just a creepy thing. Um... So it says, I fell asleep watching Fresh Prince, and my unconscious mind thought it would be such a good idea to have sex with Uncle Phil. It felt really good, and I orgasmed in my sleep. She went back for more hey, the next at day. Least, at least you got it. What? Never mind. Good for her. Him. Doesn't matter. Good for you. Oh, so this is the last one. And it's kind of funny. Also, I don't think this would have stopped me. Um, and it says, this person was cock-blocked in a dream, but cock-blocked in the best possible way. 
I think it would have maybe, like, deterred me for about five minutes. Ashley is not your average go-getter, though, when it comes to sex. So. Right. So, it says, I was at a bar and randomly met up with a previous hookup that I've wanted to have sex with again for quite a while. He was leaving the country the next day, so we decided to get a hotel. Suddenly, someone enters the bar with, like, 45 puppies of all shapes and sizes, and they're just roaming the bar, cuddling with people. Needless to say, he was cock-blocked by puppies, and it was probably the best sex dream I've ever had. Well, that's, that's funny. I like that. Right? Like, so that's when I said it probably would have, like, deterred me for about five minutes, and I'd be like, okay, let's go. I should be like, ooh, puppies! Let's go bay. I'd be, like, petting them on my way out. <laughs> um, okay, and then you said you had a couple other, like, out-of-body ones, too? Yes. Okay, then I have these last few things to sort of um, give some, like, separations of things that are kind of like dreaming, but not exactly like regular dreaming um, that a lot of people are interested in and a lot of people experience. So the first one I'm going to talk about is lucid dreaming. So a lucid dream is any dream in which you become aware that you're dreaming. Simple uh, realization triggers your waking conscious consciousness during the dream, enabling you to do a number of things, such as explore your dream world, fulfill any fantasy, overcome personal psychological issues, and tap into your inner creativity um, experts agree that everyone has the potential to lucid dream. However, only a small fraction of people actually learn how to do it on a regular basis. Lucid dream, ooh, lucid dreaming is scientifically proven, um, and in fact provides credible explanations, um, for things such as alien abductions, astral projection, and out-of-body experiences. The first scientific proof of lucid dreaming emerged in 1975. The neurological laboratory in Frankfurt revealed significantly significantly increased brain activity during lucid dreams. In 2014, Frankfurt University revealed that lucid dreams can be induced with zaps of harmless electrical stimulation to the brain. Um, and I basically, really thought you just said hummus. No, harmless. And basically, when you lucid dream, like, anything's possible. So, like, if you've always dreamed of flying or you've always dreamed of, like, being indestructible or a superhero, like, those are things that you can experience and feel like you're really experiencing them um, without actually experiencing them. So, the next thing I have for you is sleep paralysis. Um, <clears throat> recurrent isolated sleep paralysis is parasomnia and involves undesired events that come along with sleep. It... Sleep paralysis causes you to be unable to move your body at either of the following two times, either when falling asleep or when waking up from sleep. So normally your brain causes your muscles to relax and be still as you sleep, which is called atonia, which we mentioned. Um, Sleep paralysis seems to be when this atonia occurs while you're awake. Sleep paralysis is isolated when it appears without any other signs of narcolepsy, but can be a sign that you might have narcolepsy if you experience it a lot. Um, an episode of paralysis may cause you to be able, unable to speak or move. You can still breathe normally and you're fully aware that it's happening. It can last for seconds or minutes. 
Um, it usually ends on its own, but can also end when someone touches or speaks to you. Um, making an intense effort to move could also end an ep- episode, um, and there's no sort of, like, average. Like, it could happen to you one time in your life, or, like, once a year, or once a month. Um, a lot of people report feeling anxious and afraid when experiencing it. Um, some people also ex- uh, hallucinate during it. Uh, sleep paralysis tends to first appear in teen years. It then occurs most often when you are in your 20s and 30s. Um, it is not a serical, serious medical risk. It's not a circle. It's not a circle. That is serious. It's a square. That is serious and medical <laughs> together. It is what it is. So out-of-body experiences are a number of things, um, can be caused by a number of things, including drug use, um, lucid dreaming, sleep paralysis. Um, Out-of-body experiences can start from a dream state, or that that do start from a dream state, can last a long time, where a typical out-of-body experience tends to be uh, brief and spontaneous. Out-of-body experiences can be beautiful, transformative. Um, their weight, the weightlessness and painlessness can provoke a sense of freedom and joy. There is still plenty of fear surrounding out-of-body experiences. Um, a lot of people panic or think they're dying because they feel like they're, they're whatever, you know, being outside their body, maybe they won't be able to return to their body. You, apparently there's ways you can induce out-of-body experiences. Um, but basically, this is, like, where you, where you feel like you can, like, you know that your body is not moving, but you feel like you are moving around. Or in some cases, maybe you even see your body from, like, the above view. So. Essentially, people say this happens, like. They do. If you die a little, like, yes. you know, if you, like, die on the table for a few minutes or something. Like, that's when I've heard of a lot of out-of-body experiences. Um, I did have, and that happened one single time when I was super hyped up on, like, a lot of medicine. I was really sick. And I, I, um, I knew that I couldn't move. Like, I was asleep or whatever, drug-induced. Uh, and, but I, I could, like, see myself sleeping, (laughs) which was odd, but, um, that's the only time that 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 has ever happened to me. What about you? I don't think I've had an out-of-body experience. But now I do recall a semi-sleep paralysis. Okay happening um I don't remember how old I was I was really young and um I in my dream I was dreaming that I heard like basically like a little kid running around my bed oh um don't like that but you couldn't see anybody and I woke up and I couldn't move, but I swear I was still hearing Ooh. the 
feet running. Right. Do you want to read us a couple of out of body experiences to close this out? Sure. Maybe if my phone cooperates. There we go. Uh, so this is from the lineup, and it is called Seven Out of Body Experiences That Changed Lives. Uh, so it says after ten. Uh, no, sorry. I just got a little dyslexic there. I've been having a lot of trouble today. I'm not dyslexic, but I have been having trouble today. I mean, I'm not dyslexic either. I just had a dyslexic moment. After heart surgery 10 years ago, that's where that came from, Michael, age 35, specifically remembers floating above his hospital bed. Looking down, he saw the nurses frantically moving around him, calling to grab the paddles. Despite the urgency in the room around him, Michael reports feeling exceptionally calm the entire time. He just floated above, watching. Then, suddenly it ended. He woke up in the hospital bed with his dad and girlfriend sitting beside him. When he relayed the experience to a nurse, later she laughed and said this was a common experience for cardiac patients who flatline. Michael never considered himself a religious man, but after this experience, he knows there's something in the universe much larger than any of us. So, as I had said earlier, a lot of people experience it when they die. Oh, yes, exactly. Especially if you, I think if you die briefly, like if you flatline and then they bring you back. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, a lot of the times that's where I've heard out-of-body experiences. <laughs> Clearly, Rachel, if you die... I guess we wouldn't really And you know. don't come back... We wouldn't know. Nobody's gonna know. Unless somebody claimed to have seen you. you know? <laughs> Sorry. That was... His ghost told me. That was okay? special. I saw the spirit leaving the body, okay? <laughs> but you still wouldn't be able to claim that he had an out-of-body experience. You're right. You would have just seen his ghost. I mean, I could claim he was out of his body. I just don't know if he knew it. Obviously, he didn't. He was dead. Sorry to the guy we're talking about. I don't know why it's a dude, but sorry. Oh, gosh. Just going to cut all that out. (laughs) They don't need to know. Oh, you're special. I know. All right, what Uh, else you got? You got, like, one more more good one? Uh, So another time that people apparently have out-of-body experiences is during meditation. Okay, no, that makes total sense. Um, Yeah, I'll read that one. Let me go back up. So it says, Jason, now 28, I don't know when this was written, so I don't know how old he really is now, has experienced stepping out of his body more than once and was able to induce it himself a few times while in deep meditation by visualizing himself as hovering over his body. He describes slipping out of your body like being attached to a spider's thread. You're always connected, but aware of a separation. He became interested in meditation because of previous sleep-induced out-of-body experiences. He wanted to determine if those experiences were real or just something in his head. Over time, he's become convinced that they are indeed real. He has since tried to understand what exactly an OBE is and why they occur. But after speaking with various meditation teachers, none have offered answers that satisfy him. Maybe it's just something that we'll never be able to understand. I do think a lot of people that really practice, like, have practiced meditation for a long time, 
um, experience that kind of thing. And I will say, um, we went on a yoga retreat two years ago, I think. And, um, it was 2017. There was one woman that we went to a meditation class, um, that was teaching us. And she was, like, really vocal with her, like, chanting and stuff. And by the end of the class, I was so zoned out and didn't even realize it that, like, when she ended the class, it was like I wasn't there at all until she was like, okay, we're done. And I was like, what? Like, I missed all of the, like, I was so focused that I missed all of the class. But I, like, it was just because of her her chanting. I did not experience that. But it, it was just the one woman. I had a hard time. Yeah. Like, focusing. I enjoyed I like that to be, a lot. I like to be led through a meditation as in, like, someone paints a really nice scenery for me, not chanting. Oh. Um, when I was in massage school, our teacher, um, when we had a few minutes left of class or whatever... She would have us, you know, lay in the floor or sit up or however we got comfortable. And she would lead us through, like, you know, the whole thing of, like, imagining yourself in a field. You know, something like that. Like, I focus more on that than I can anything else. Like, I have a hard time just sitting down and focusing. Mainly because my dog crawls into my lap and gets up in my face. And so I have a hard time. Uh, focusing. I got you. So to end this out, to end this out, Rachel. Do it. I don't know what this hand movement was all about, Mm -hmm. but I did it. Um, She's chopping it off. Tell me what you think, and it can be a sex dream or just a dream. Tell me what you think your weirdest dream has been. I have a lot of weird (laughs) dreams. (laughs) <laughs> just pick one okay the most recent one um and i want to say it was last year i had a dream that i was um um being carried along in a canal by a swarm of stingrays but the water was really clear and i could see the what was happening on the streets um on either side of the canal but nice. yeah so it wasn't bad but it like that's not a thing that happens ever. It's not like I saw it happen and was like, that'd be cool. Uh, so the one I was going to say was I dreamt one time, and I was probably in middle school. I okay. I mean, I've had some really, really good ones that have occurred a lot recently. Um, but this one I like because I dreamt that I was in a box. And I had a twin size bed at this time, so I was in middle school, and I used to sleep with my bed up against the wall. So I was dreaming that I was in a box, and someone was, like, had kidnapped me. And I was getting really claustrophobic in this box. And in my dream, I was, Mm -hmm. you know, padding the walls to try to find a way out. And I guess that I had really... This was, I guess, considered a maybe a lucid dream. Uh, I pushed 
Mm-hmm. I got my hands and my feet on the wall, apparently, and pushed myself out of bed. <laughs> like, hardcore. That's funny. And cause escaping. I was, a free, I was freaking out in my dream. And it literally, my mom came running in there and said, what happened? And I'm like, I'm okay. I was just as in I'm, the box. As I'm laying in the floor. Because what happened was I woke up and it was super dark in my room. The power had went out. Oh, okay. And so my TV, like back in those days, I used to sleep with the TV on. And nothing was on. So I freaked out thinking that I really was in right. a box. And I pushed myself in the floor. Nice. Yeah. It's a big thud. So that's, I don't know, would that be considered lucid dreaming? Could be. I don't know. I don't know how to classify that. Could just that. be a reaction to a dream, you right? know? I mean, I woke up thinking that somebody was kidnapping my ass. <laughs> she wasn't going down without a pipe. <laughs> I was pushing that box somewhere. You shall not have me. So that's what what I got for you. You got anything okay. else to add? I don't. Um, thanks for listening to us talk about dreams. We hope you learned something. We'd love to hear about your dreams. Um, the ones you have when you're asleep, not like your dreams for your life. <laughs> not, not what you close. aspire to be. Yeah. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, but if you have a good one, let us know. Email us. Messages, whatever. Yeah. And have a good evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your stories, comments, questions, or subjects you'd like to hear us talk about to bumpingucast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. Please spread the word. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us grow our podcast. Thanks for listening!